since the Sandbox fans were back, the three amigos, the Casamigos. Nah, just kidding. We got the Corona Salsa, but it's all good. We're here. We're talking. You know, you know what they used to say about Lou back in back what back, back in the college days. Lou went to college as a tight end, but he graduated as a wide receiver, and that's what we're talking today. We're here to give you our fantasy wide receiver rankings for the 2022 season. Don't listen to Lou's <laughs> rankings. I don't know who he has on there, and Kevin, I don't feel like listening to him. You're it. still trying to recover from Austin Eckler at 15. It is what it is. Hey. You know what I mean? You live in your life. Josh you Allen's number three literally played with Sam Bradford in the Rangers. It is what it Think is. about that. And second of all, oh, I was a wide receiver because my footwork was so elegant. Yeah. Jesus, and I lost the weight. Guys, we're here with our wide receiver rankings today. Make sure you go and check out our quarterback and running back rankings if you have not yet. And go and leave us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or SinceTheSandbox.net. I'm going to start off the rankings at 20. I do have a tie at 20 here as well. Um, and Kev, you can take it over okay. after. Uncle Ties. I have Brandon Cooks here. I just feel right. like he's always a fantasy-relevant wide he receiver. Is. Regardless of what team he's on, of his scenario, I feel like he's always a good you know, wide receiver two flex, wide receiver three mm-hmm. guy, depending on your team and your value. But I also have Jalen Waddle here, and I was very hesitant to do this. I know this could be a little bit low, but like... I just want to face some facts, and I just don't think that Tua can produce two fantasy-relevant wide receivers. I really don't. I have to I have to believe that Tyreek Hill getting paid that much from the Dolphins, they'll try and force him the ball. But I do think Waddle will take some, some targets just naturally. So have him here at 20 because I really think, you know, he had a really solid year last year. All the receptions, I feel like it would be hard to, you know, take that away from him. Mm-hmm. But obviously Tyreek Hill is one of the best in the NFL. At 19 here, I have Chris Godwin. I, I do think he'll be a little bit slow to start the season, but, you know, Chris Godwin's going to come back. He's going to catch touchdowns, and Mike Evans is always going to be you yeah. know, a, a bigger threat there. So I, I have him here at 19. Might be a little bit low for some people. At 18, I have Hollywood Brown and D-Hop. I have them split because I just feel like regardless if D-Hop, you know, misses like a couple of weeks, I still think he'll score enough points to be a fantasy-relevant wide receiver. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, when he comes back, like I feel like he'll produce like a lot of touchdowns. That'll be important. And I feel like a lot of the time when you, you do take the chance on the guy that's going to take a couple of weeks to impact your fantasy team, I feel like he usually pays out yeah, for you. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of scenarios where it doesn't, obviously, like Antonio Brown like or Le'Veon Bell. But, you know, you, you definitely have to take your chances with fantasy. So... I have D-Hop in, in, in Hollywood there. I think Hollywood will make a, a, a good impact in the meantime, obviously having the chemistry, but I do think D-Hop will take over that room once again. At 17, I have Terry McLaurin. I I, I think that's a, an upgrade at the quarterback position for yeah. him, and I, I think that they have more threats getting healthy over there, so that, that should take some pressure off of what he has to do. And he got paid, so you know it's time to continue balling out just like you can. In 16, this could be a little bit low for you guys. I do have A.J. Brown. I think, you know, it, it's a lot of the same. Can Jalen Hurts produce, you know, two fantasy-relevant wide receivers? And last year, you know, there was a span where he was, you know, healthy and playing, and, and he would have at most, you know, three catches a game. And for a fantasy wide receiver, you definitely want to, you know, try and get more receptions than that, especially if you play in PPR formats. I think with mm-hmm. the Eagles and the change, it'll definitely make a difference, but... I think we just still need to see some things from A.J. Brown to prove that, you know, he's that $20 million wide receiver. Yeah. So at 20, 
Here's a name I'm sure neither of you have. But I'm sure Pats fans will be happy about this. Oh, God, dude. I get Devontae Parker at 20. <laughs> oh, man. No I way. do. I do. A tall 20 wide receiver? Yeah. For we fantasy, get I think so. They don't have any weapons. I'm a big fan of Devontae Parker. Always have been. Obviously, he kind of fell to the back burner with the Dolphins getting Waddle and other receivers over the years and now getting Tyreek. So, obviously... You know, on the Pats, I feel like he'll have a little bit of a rebirth. And Mac Jones needs another weapon, so he can be the guy. At 18, I have Deontay Johnson. He had a good season last year, but I had to put him low just because the Steelers, like I said back in the running back episode, I think their entire team is just going to be a dumpster fire this year. Um, We'll see, but I would like to have him higher, but just can't put him any higher. At 18, I got Jerry Judy. I think he's going to be good. Like we were saying back in the quarterback episode, you know, it might take them a few weeks to gel. And they do have, like, a decent amount of weapons, too. So I don't want to put him too, too high yet. You I want to see how sign. he gels. I don't have Sutton in my top 20. So, he's okay. yeah, he's the only – he's the he's the main Broncos receiver that I have. At 17, I have Amari Cooper. I had Amari Cooper in mind, assuming that Deshaun Watson was going to play most of the season. And if he does, I feel like they'll be like, honestly, a crazy duo, especially with their backfield. You know what I mean? And Amari Cooper can be the number one again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like obviously with the Cowboys, C.D. Lamb kind of started taking that title from him towards the end of the season, especially. So I feel like he'll go there, be the number one guy. And now he has a quarterback that's probably the best quarterback he's had. You know what I mean? Like, I would say that Overall, Deshaun, talent-wise, is the best quarterback he's had. So who knows what can happen there. And then at 16, I got Jalen Waddle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think that mm. – actually, no, I have two I have two duos in this in this top 20. That's okay. one of them. That's okay. one of them. A so, spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I definitely don't don't hate the Jalen Waddle thing. I just think it's going to be hard for him to still catch eight or nine yeah. balls and make, like, yeah. an impact. With I just feel like their run game's so bad. Like, I feel like they're going to have to throw because, like, their run game's so bad. Yeah. But they do have a ton of weapons in that throw game, too. To continue my list at 15, I do have Deontay Johnson. I think he takes a hit a little bit, you know, with, with no Big Ben on, mm-hmm. on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Eventually, I think he'll prove to, you know, be the number one there. I just think, you know, there'll be some hiccups at the quarterback position to start the season for the Steelers. I mean, I feel like you just have to face that after Big Ben was there for, you know, 15-plus mm-hmm. years. So Deontay Johnson here at 15. Lou, I also want to share that. He's gonna be my keep, one of my keepers in the Shocker oh. League, and he's a fifth round pick. So like, that's I feel easy. like that's a solid. That's steal. easy. At fourteen, I have T. Higgins. I think it, it's gonna be you know really hard for T. Higgins to consistently produce you know wide receiver two numbers for fantasy, especially if people drafted him as the wide receiver number one. But you know the Bengals are gonna spread the ball out, and he's gonna have plenty of games where he can win you weeks as mm-hmm. well, just like he did this past year. At 13, I have Mike Williams. I am expecting him to kind of take over that wide receiver room this year, and I have Keenan Allen right above him mm-hmm. at 12. I just think that there's not going to be much separation between the two. I think Keenan Allen will continue to pr- produce as a slot receiver, but if Mike Williams can stay healthy, I think he's going to consistently be a top 10 fantasy wide receiver if Justin Herbert mm-hmm continues to take that jump as well. At 11, Lou, I have Michael Pittman. I think good things can happen for Matt Ryan and him together. I think they can really benefit from that. Mm-hmm. He could probably be a 1,300-plus wide receiver yeah. if, if you know Jonathan Taylor continues to have his impact and their defense plays solid football. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the sky's the limit just because now he has a guy who can put the ball there. Like That's what it's about. Like He can get open, and now they have more, uh, slightly more weapons, so they they can't uh, double-team him as much, but, 
Yeah, I, again, I, I think 10 to 11 is perfect. I think 10 to 11 is perfect. He's going to be that guy where he's going to get you a good amount of touchdowns, but it's going to come down to how many of how many catches is he going to get per game. Is he on your list? He is not in my top 10, no. Okay. Just because I do think Matt Ryan spreads it around a lot. The tight ends will be a big factor. Like both, I think, of the Colts tight ends. They're both not in my in my top 10, but there'll be guys who you could sprinkle in. Like there'll be plug-and-play guys throughout the year between Mo Alley and, and Jelani Woods. It, it just yeah. depends who gets the snaps. You awake today, Kev? All right. <laughs> He's sleeping. So at 15, I got Chris Godwin. That is my second duo that I have. A little spoiler alert. Not going to tell you where, but... Godwin at 15, I mean, as long as him, Brady, and Mike Evans are on the field together, like, he's a top 15 wide receiver, you know what I'm saying? Just production-wise and volume, exactly. So, have to put him there. At 14, I have A.J. Brown, so I do have him a little above Chris Godwin. I'm kind of iffy on A.J. Brown just because I feel like, I mean, not iffy, but I do feel like Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts had, like, a good bond last year, you know what I mean? Devontae Smith had such a good rookie season, so it'll be, it'll be... Interesting to see. I don't have Devontae Smith on here. I do have A.J. Brown as the only Eagles wide receiver. I don't have Devontae Smith. But I do think think A.J. Brown's volume will go down a little bit, going from like Mm -hmm. a number one to kind of like a number one A, one B, depending on how it works out. But I feel like he'll have a good season all in all. At 13, I got Keenan Allen. At 12, I got Pittman. I think Pittman's going to be a big sleeper this year. Like Lou said, I mean, he finally has a quarterback that is, you know, one of the best Past first quarterbacks, probably, I would say. You know what I mean? As far as, like, IQ and just talent and experience. So, feel like he's going to step up a lot next year or this year. So, got him at 12. And then at 11, I got Mike Evans again. Oh, that's a little low for it, it is. It is a little low, but I do this every year with the Buccaneers just because it's Brady. You know what I mean? Like, every year Brady's got a new guy. Obviously, Evans and Godwin are the two guys in Tampa Bay. But Brady's going to find a way to share the ball. You know what I mean? Obviously. Kyle Rudolph? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, and even like his like checkdowns and stuff like that. Like, Scotty so, Mills. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. But I mean, Evans is definitely talent wise, can be a top five wide receiver. It's yeah. just, it'll be interesting to see how the Bucks come out this year. No, I feel you know that. I mean, Lou, why don't you Brady get Brady coming out of retirement. Yeah. No, wow. So this is a tough crowd on AJ Brown today. <laughs> see, I- I'm all out on Debo. Okay. This year. I'm all out on Debo this year. He's not my top 10. No, Trey Lance. Like. It, it's because of Trey Lance at two, and he's not going to run the football anymore. Yeah, he said yeah. he don't want to run the football, and if they make him run the football, he's not going to play there. I don't believe they'll trade him because they have no reason to. Yeah. So. Well, no one to replace him. Yeah, <laughs> and, and on top of that, it's like they want to pay him. They just need Jimmy G off the book, so. Yeah. God knows when that'll happen, and and he his half of his value last year was the running aspect and the volume. And, and see what you want about Jimmy G. He got the ball there. They're yeah. remaking Trey Lance's throwing mechanics. Yeah, he's a pro QB, and they're remaking his mechanics. What does that mean? You had all last year to fix the mechanics. No, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what were you doing last year? Like, you thought it could work like that, but now you don't. And now it's in his head that he doesn't throw it right. Yeah. So we'll see. But I'm huge on AJ Brown this year. I'm a big believer in Philly this year. I think Philly. You won't, but you won't go to Philly. That's crazy. Oh, that's a throwback. That's a crazy. See, <laughs> he's never been there. <laughs> Anyways, at ten, this is low. This is low. I just need to see what the Cowboys are. But I have Ceedee Lamb. Oh wow. He he definitely has top five potential, no doubt. It's just what are the Cowboys this year? I I just need to see it. That. The reduced weapons now. All those Amari Cooper coverages shift to CD. Will Michael Gallup stay healthy? Then after that, who is there? Yeah. You know, Schultz, Schultz I mean, Dalton like, he's Schultz. good, but we'll have to see. I, I think he, he's going to be productive. He's in my top ten tight ends, but okay, we'll okay. have to see. At nine, I have Keenan Allen. Again, I just think with mm-hmm. 
Justin Herbert there. I think both of those wide receivers, him and Mike Evans, uh, I mean Mike Williams, sorry. Mike Williams <laughs> uh, would have been in my top 15 if I had 15. He's just massive, and he just yeah. got paid. And again, Steve, you're right. He's the guy. So the torch okay. is there, and, and he's better suited towards what Herbert does pushing the ball. So. I Dude, just, and his deep ball is like one of the best in the mm-hmm. NFL. Absolutely, and, and this is based on PPR for me. So I, I think Keenan Allen gets a lot of a lot of catches. That's PPR. And then I have Mike Evans at eight. I don't know if that's low, high. He's the number one guy. Yeah, Can he get a ton of so. touchdowns? Probably continue his thousand yard streak. Yeah, uh, I think that's given. And then I have AJ Brown at seven. Okay. I, I just think if you can make it work with Tannehill, with no other real relevant two around you, plus in a running heavy offense with a defensive coach. Now you go to the exact opposite, you know what I mean, in Philly. No, no. Good quarterback who can get get it to you on the run. You have a good two. The tight end's solid. They can't really run the ball a ton in the middle of the field. I mean, it doesn't go anywhere. I'm sure A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith will, will both have their games. I just feel like it's it, it's going to be, foot. like, really hot. Like, like if they if they both produce, like, a 1,000-yard seasons, like, that, that'll be awesome. I think, yeah. I think it's possible. But I don't think it would be for, like, much more than, like, over a 1,000 on each side. Like, yes. if it did happen, you know yes. what I mean? Whereas I, I do feel like one of them like might just become like the mm-hmm. favorite or like might just be like a little bit mm-hmm. more open than the other. Yeah. Um, depending on like formation and like who you're versing and, and a whole bunch of factors mm-hmm. that of course come into it. But Jalen Hurts is going to have the opportunity to mm-hmm. become an elite passer this year, and, and we're going to be able to see that and see that early. So I know he's someone that's always you know proved with his work ethic. So we'll see what happens with the Eagles. The last time they had this these expectations, it didn't work mm-hmm. out well for them, but. I do think like they're going to be a scary team, honestly. Absolutely, and uh, now I'm looking at it. I wish I flipped six and ten, but I have Tyreek at six, just because uh-huh. it's him. I mean, he's going to get his bubble screens, but again, yeah. like Steve said, I just where's the downfield passing? Like Waddle's good, but if they kind of do the same thing, like you know what I mean? I, yeah, it's I think tough. It, it'll hurt. I think it'll definitely like hurt. You know what I mean? Like in. in It'll be good to have them both, like, maybe, like, one of them goes out a couple of weeks. Like, obviously, you know, hoping that, but just, like, yeah. trying to prepare. Those will both be great options. But, you know, Tyree can, can catch a pass and take it the whole field, and, like, that'll really hurt Waddle. You know and what he'll I mean? be playing yeah. in Miami. The Cavs will be nice and loose, kid. <laughs> it's just tough. He's talking he, a lot, so I, I don't like that as a sign. Like, I really no, I don't. Know. Like, he's got his podcast going. He got the money. Like, yeah. guys lose motivation. And yeah. it's not like Miami has this standard of winning where, like, someone's going to hold him accountable if he yeah, don't no. he don't show up he's, he is like it you know what i mean like so he has to prove to be like a leader for them yeah but to get back to the rankings at 10 i have dj Moore. i would like to have him higher but i don't think that baker mayfield helps his fantasy value at all i actually think sam donald might be the better like guy like to just get him the ball and make him a relevant fantasy option but we'll see what happens i'm sure that's going to be like a, a quarterback battle so mm-hmm. it's not given to either one of those guys at nine i have tyreek hill this could be a little bit low I, like i said like i'm very skeptical about how the whole miami scenario is going to work out but his name's tyreek hill he has to be in the top 10 fantasy wide receivers like the talent's impeccable but you know, is Tua consistently going to be able to get him the ball? Like, I was watching a Miami game from, from this past season, and, you know, slam passes were just, yeah. like, not in the proper position. And he clearly, like, wasn't, like, fully comfortable with, with like, a lot of the stuff, like, as he came out and said, you know, throughout his time. So, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, with everything there with Tua. 
I mean, and I do have Debo Samuel. I do mm-hmm. think his production drops a little bit. It will be interesting to see what happens with, with San Francisco, honestly. But Kyle Shanahan, regardless of the weapons he has, always seems to put together something su- yeah. successful. So I have faith in that, and I do think that Debo Samuel is going to you know, stay a- as a 49er. So Debo Samuel here at eight. At seven, I have Mike Evans. You know, if he gives you a thousand and seven plus touchdowns, you're taking that. It, he's usually, you know, someone that you don't have to worry about as unhealthy. So that's always a plus. Mr. Consistent, you know, if you, if you go, you know, a running back first pick and this is your, your wide receiver one, you know, you're, you're very comfortable with that. At six, call me crazy. I think, you know, with the change in teams and quarterbacks, there's going to be a huge dip in production. I have Devontae Adams here at six for my fantasy wide receivers. I do. I think Aaron Rodgers had his ability to to narrow down on one wide receiver, and I feel like Derek Carr is is going to spread it out a little bit, honestly. I feel like that's what they're going to have to do if the Raiders want to be, you know, the most successful. Mm -hmm. But Hunter Renfro catches catches a lot of balls. Like, Darren Waller already catches a lot Mm -hmm. of balls. So if he's catching less in in there from bigger chunks like yeah that'll be very successful but it still won't produce you know the consistent points he was providing for ppr yeah um so so that that's what i think the big difference is and you know there, there's crazy good you know amount of wide receivers that see a lot of targets a, a lot of production so um, this is you know with all respect if you're asking me who like the number one wide receiver in the nfl is yeah i'll probably say Devonte adams but talking fantasy wise Devonte adams at six for me so at 10, I got Scary Terry again. Like I said before, I do feel like the command, the commanders. I'm, I'm surprised yeah. I got that on the first try. <laughs> right, right? I was about to say the the Redskins, but no, that hasn't been a thing in two years. But anyway, I do feel like the commanders <laughs> did make an upgrade at quarterback. Obviously, it's not a crazy leap, but I feel like having someone like Wentz who at least is like one before and has been in the league a while, I feel like that'll be good for him because I feel like that was the one thing he was missing was just like a quarterback. And again, not that Carson Wentz is the answer, but again, I would take him over Taylor Heineke any day. So Scary Terry at 10. I get CD at 9. I feel like the volume will go up. I don't know necessarily about, you know, if he'll be as dominant as he was last year just because he doesn't have Amari Cooper on the other side, so there will be some different coverage. But I do feel like he still will be consistent, and he will still get the volume. At 8, I got Tyree Kill. Again, you guys touched on it. We have to wait and see what Miami's going to be. At 7, I got Diggs. This might be low for me. You know what I mean? This might be low for me. But again, I feel like Diggs... Diggs is weird because Diggs will have the weeks where he'll go off for like twenty, but he'll also have really bad weeks. Like there's like there was points. there was weeks last year where he had like five points. You know what I mean? Because he's not a big guy, you know. And when he's getting covered over the top, there's not really much he can do. Like he's not a, he's not a guy that you throw the ball up to and it's like go get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's almost like a Tyreek, but just not as good at his craft. He's good at beating guys down the field and. And you know yards after catch, like he's but a great route runner, right? Yeah. Exactly, but he's not someone that's gonna dominate a game as far as physical and athleticism. He's done it before. So he has, he has, and that was back on the Vikings days, obviously. But he's done it a couple of times on the Bills. But no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, like consistently, yeah. that's not and that's like why, his game. yeah, and that's why like six. I have Debo. Like obviously, I love Stephon Diggs, but I just feel like Debo's more dominant, and obviously, he's gonna get you know, carries probably not as much as last year because he said he doesn't want to be a running back this year. But again, like Debo is a guy I feel like at least fantasy-wise is more dominant. Like he's going to be a guy that will go out and have games where he has four touchdowns, maybe two rushing and 100 yards on top of it. So I got Debo at six. Yeah, we'll get a start with that top five. I see that. 
All right, at five, I have Diggs. Okay. I, I think that I think the I same thing. Plus, I mean, there's no one else there. Like Gabriel Davis can be really good, but like, are we expecting him to be like a Chris Godwin level two? No, because absolutely not. that's Definitely what not. allows Mike Evans to do what Mike Evans does. Is yeah. he has great a great wide receiver next to him, and obviously the QB with it. But I think Diggs will be good. But I, again, I think people are really underrating Buffalo's like weapon or yeah. overrating Buffalo's weapons. I mean, yeah. like, no, like Patrick Ooh. Mahomes on his worst weapon to recall right now has a. Better core than Josh Allen yeah. has ever had by a million light years. Yeah, like, seriously. I'm glad you said it, though. No, it's true. I've always been a big believer, and I think Mahomes is the best QB in the league. False. But we have never seen him without these weapons, right. so we don't know what it looks like. I, this year, I don't think it'll matter. Yeah. But when Kelsey retires and when Juju's, I mean, Juju's, I mean, he's not young, but I don't know how great he'll be over time. Yeah, we'll see what Sky Moore will do. You yeah. Know? You, be, you never know. an interesting... Interesting guy there. Absolutely. And if I have Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a step back coming. I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah. But to do what he did breaking records last year, I just think it'll be a little different on the Bengals. Again, they went to the Super Bowl. So let's let's tamper the expectations just a tiny bit. Still a, a top four or five guy on the planet. Yeah. Three, I have Devontae. I, I agree with Steve. It's going to be tough to spread it around, but... Waller's not healthy a ton, so I don't bank a ton on that. Renfro's good, but he he's the slock guy. So I do think Devontae... Will still produce a ton, but again, the Rodgers connection where he was the guy, I, it, I just think that's not going to happen again. Yeah. Where he's the clear-cut number one guy in the league. I, I don't think it'll be like that no. anymore. It'll be tough. Like, you just haven't seen that success from the Raiders. You no, know you what haven't. I mean? like, and who's the, what's the coach doing? What's, yeah. you know? like nah, Josh McDaniels, yeah. We'll, like, we'll what? Like, when have we seen him work? I, nah, I know. You know, I, I yeah. don't believe Oof. it. At five, I also have Stefan Diggs. So I just have him, like, right above Devontae. I just think, like, his potential to, to have a little bit more production this year, especially in, like, the yardage category, just mm-hmm. might be there. So that's why I lean in that direction. At four, I have C.D. Lamb. I Like I told you guys, I think his potential could be, like, number one on mm-hmm. this list, honestly. Just when you're talking about, you know, production like guys like the Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup had last year, it is really hard to replicate. And, you know, you obviously hope, you know, these guys stay healthy and they continue to build on that. But even still, that was a rookie season for Jamar Chase that was a historic season for any wide receiver. Yeah, it was so is Higgins gonna get is Higgins gonna have a day? Is Boyd gonna have a day? I like the addition that they had at the tight end position. Hayden Hurst coming from the Ravens. Yeah. I feel like that's another solid position. So you know, there, there's definitely a lot of weapons. But like I said, CD Lame at four, Jamar Chase at three. Cooper Cup at two, you know, that's a historic season. Definitely not expecting him to repeat those numbers, mm-hmm. especially without Allen Robinson there. And one, I do have J.J. Jettis. Mm-hmm. I have Justin Jefferson. I think he has the potential to really impact a game. And, you know, he's he's the closest thing that we've seen to, you know, any stat line that, that dude's put up like 180-plus with multiple touchdowns, yeah. honestly. And he's only in his second, third year in, in the league, and he's doing that with Kirk Cousins. So, once a valid wide receiver either goes there or he ends up changing places, he's only going to continue to grow. Yeah, and you have to think, I think they came out with the stat, the Vikings had the highest pass rate last season. Like, most of their plays were passes. Yeah, Dude, they have an offensive coordinator now, and... The former coach like hated Kirk Cousins, like they didn't want to, and they lost the most one-score games in the league last I year. Have like, anybody, yeah. And dude, I, he, yeah. I think he really is probably like the best in the league, like right now coming up this year. Like he's so young Everything. to do what he's doing. He, he's yeah. fake. He yeah. really is fake. Outstanding catches, running ability, like uh, separating from coverage, like getting up, all of that. getting up and grabbing it. Like he, he guys, does it all. You guys are gonna hate my rankings then. No, but at five, so I still put D Hop in the top five. Yeah. I just think, <laughs> I just think when he gets back, obviously he's gonna put up the numbers, and we know what he can do. I mean, that's a guy where like, 
You know what I mean? If I draft him, then I'm drafting wide receiver heavy when it comes to depth. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just because yeah. he is going to miss a few weeks. But if that's the case, like, obviously, he's someone that you can get later than you normally would. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, once he's back after those few weeks, he's just going to come back right where he left off. At four, I got Justin Jefferson. I know it's kind of low, but, again, it's just the quarterback situation, the top three. I just like the quarterbacks better. That's it is good. what it is. You know what I mean? At three, I got Jamar Chase. Again, I don't think he's going to have as good of a season as he had last year. Like you guys said, that's a historic season that is hard to follow up. But like I said with Joe Burrow, I do feel like Joe Burrow is going to step his game up. I do feel like the Bengals, record-wise, probably be around the same. Obviously, am I expecting them to make another playoff run and, and stuff like that? Not necessarily, but I do feel like the experience will be good for guys like Jamon Chase and Joe Burrow, and I feel like they're going to step their game up even more this year. At two, I got Cooper Cup, and then at one, I still got Devontae, honestly, and uh, I know there's obviously a downgrade at quarterback, but I feel like just, especially the situation he's been in the last two years, besides Rodgers, like, I just feel like the situation now is better. Like, he has more weapons around him. Like, you know, you have Darren Waller, arguably the best tight end in the league, you know, top three. So he's going to take coverage away. You have Hunter Renfro. I just feel like he has better pieces around him than he's had in the last couple of years, and I just feel like that'll help. I know, free I him just, up, and and Derek Carr is not like a slouch either. He's I not mean, like I like Derek Carr, but he he just can't sling it like Rogers can. No, like, I know, and I understand that, but I feel like like volume wise, like I don't know if it'll be like that much different. Like you know what I mean? Maybe a little bit. Like yeah, instead of maybe like I, a couple catches less a game, but I feel like the production could be better just because he's going to be so free because yeah. those other guys have to be attended to. You know what I mean? Like Robert Tanyan isn't Darren Waller. Like no. Valdez Scanlon. Like yeah, he's. Decent, but I would take Hunter Renfro over him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guys yeah. like that. Obviously, the backfield isn't as strong, but it's still serviceable. Where yeah. it's like, you know. Well, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our fantasy wide receiver rankings. That makes three of our fantasy rankings all done. We have the tight ends, the kickers, and defenses to bring to you guys. And then yeah. some fantasy beware episodes following that. Make sure you guys stay in tune and go to Apple, Spotify, or sensesandbox.net to leave a five-star review. Peace out.